Drop it. F U T. F U T. F F F U T. Hello, footies. Welcome along to your tri-weekly dose of FIFA Ultimate Team podcasting. We are foot in review. It is Wednesday, June the 23rd. We're about to record episode number 291, which if you want to break down is episode 157 of season three. My name is Dan Wimbush, otherwise known as Wimby. And over the next hour or so, we'll be talking all of the latest content, news, reviews, and of course, as part of footcoaching.com, we'll be giving you all the little tactical advice and hints that we can to help make your FIFA experience that much more pleasant. Thank you for taking the time to join us tonight. Joining me in the co-hosting chair, he's a a man with mixed emotions, I imagine, after last night's Euro 2020 action. It is the Englishman living in Scotland. It is Nathan Dowes, the scout. Nathan, hello. Hey, Wemby, how are you doing? Thanks for having me back on. Yeah, I'm good, mate. I'm good. Uh, you were at Hampden Park last night to uh, see see the unfortunate exit of Scotland, but England went through at the same time. So I said, I can imagine you've got uh, mixed emotions today. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it was a, it was a decent day out. It started off all right. The atmosphere was amazing, considering there was only about twelve thousand fans in. So that was good, having a good sing song. Um, game didn't quite go as we hoped, but beaten by effectively a, a world class goal from Luka Modric and. That kind of killed the game at the end, but I think I was the only one in Hamden that didn't boo when uh, when the England score, uh, goal came up on the <laughs> on the screen as well. Everyone was giving them a bit of abuse, and I'm sitting there like trying not to cheer too loudly. <laughs> I am. Um, it's a good day out anyway. I remember going to a Reading game once, and um, I had a bet on Reading to beat Leicester three one with um, Jimmy Kebe to score the first goal. So of course Jimmy Kebe scores the first goal. Reading go three 0 up, and late on. In the game, Andy King pops up with a, I think it was a worldie for Leicester from about 20 yards. And I'm like, yes. And I did get some very strange looks from those around me until I explained that it had won me 200 quid. But <laughs> sometimes it's things you've got to do in enemy territory. Absolutely. It's, it's when you get down to the cheering every time there's a corner, as I was trying to do <laughs> last night. I think I was two corners short last night, which is highly disappointing as well for winning a few, few uh, pounds. But <laughs> never mind. Yeah, I've had to. I've had to stop having a uh, a flutter because I've just realised that even if I won, it just was not going to cover. So, yeah, I always went for the the outlandish. I love to score cast. Oh, I know the two hundred two hundred one odds or something is always just appealing. The one time you don't do it, will come in though. Eh? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> so I've made my piece of that. But anyway, let's move away from that and on to the topic at hand. Uh, FIFA Ultimate Team. Now, in this show, we're going to obviously break down all the content as usual. We're going to have a big discussion sort of around FOMO, which is the fear of missing out, FIFA burnout and things like that. Because um, we've said a few people from communities that we're part of sort of step away from the game. And obviously, we're getting to that time of the year where the game is sort of winding down. So we're going to have a little bit of a chat around that. But first, Nate, let's get into the content over the past couple of days. Uh, We've mentioned Scotland, unfortunately, out of the Euros. But if you want to keep that feeling alive, you do have three new Scotland players to play with. Yeah, we do. Um, There's We've got McGregor, the centre defensive mids. We've got Ryan Fraser, who played actually pretty well when he came on last night. The left mid, who's from uh, Newcastle. And you've got Kieran Tierney, who's probably the, the the sort of more attractive sort of name in the list, the left back from Arsenal as well. So he'll have good uh, good links in terms of Premier League as well. So I believe they're quite 
quite expensive uh, to come in at. I'm trying to check footbin just now. It's but 421,000 for the set. For the set. And I, I think tell you. Tierney is, is about 250,000, I think it was last time, on his own, um, whereas the other two seem a lot more sort of reasonable. Um, so if you want, if we start at sort of at McGregor, who plays for Celtic in Scotland, so he's a Scottish player for Celtic, so links maybe not so good, but he actually looks quite a solid, uh, solid CDM. Um, without a chemistry, he's a ninety rated, a uh, ninety-two sorry rated CDM, and he can play wing backs as well. So you'll need to to base the the boost the pace. He's at eighty-six rated pace with the. Uh, 87 acceleration, 85 sprint speed. So I think with the, the mega juiced up cars just now, that might be a bit lacking. So uh, even if you put a hunter on him, he will be pretty tasty, I think. They're not hunter, yeah. so <laughs> hunter, hunter or a shadow will do the job. And um, especially, he looks nice as a CDM if you chuck a shadow on him. Um, good, you know, max out pretty much his defending stats across the board to 99, except for heading accuracy. Four star, four stars, nice. High, high work rates as well, so you can get up and down the pitch. Uh, average body type, five foot nine, so not the tallest. That combined with the heading accuracy might be a bit of a problem, but overall, just a, a nice, solid card for the middle. But I think, like you say, it's the links that are really going to sort of finish you off. I mean, you've got a, what Edward team of the season card for the community tots, uh, and of course Kenny Dalgleish, who had his icon SBC out for a long time, will be your, your main sort of two. To link you with, but you can also also then Tavernier as well. Uh, yeah, I was going to say, as blasphemous as it is, I'm sure for fan <laughs> for for Angel or Celtic fans, they do link to each other. You get a feeling that should just be a red link, shouldn't it? It should be. Yeah. <laughs> just block that off now because they'll start hating each other. Negative chemistry <laughs> of anything. Yeah, exactly. Um, so yeah, he's a nice one. Um, Fraser Premier League, much more easy to link to, um, but. You know, I, it's very hard to get excited about any of these cards um, at the moment, Nathan. I mean, he's four-star, four-star again. You can chuck, what, Hunter or an engine Mark, on him. I think a Marksman probably is the the one that might be the best one for him because he's already got decent pace. He's 94 pace, um, base, 98 acceleration and 90 sprint speed. So if you put a Marksman on him, he goes to a 95-rated winger. Um, shooting goes up to 96. Dribbling goes up to 98. Um, physicality goes up by five as well um, to 82 so that's probably the best chance but like you say it's there's, there's better cards out there he's not an awful like he's not very expensive but there's probably more um attractive cards a bit more even fun cards as well i think than him yeah one for again for newcastle scotland fans i, I would probably go engine because i just think the passing needs a boost um without any sort of traits and it's all sort of mid 80 so i think that just needs a little bit of a prop up um yep. you could go for something you could go for something like a dead eye um if you were going to try and play a bit more centrally as a central cam again very nice cards five foot four short and balanced by the type which you don't see very often actually um trying to think. imagine him playing a bit like a battle tank no edge he'll just kind of i think it'll be a bit quicker because of that body type and yeah five probably four. Harder to knock off the off the ball although he's only got 83 aggression um him as a player is probably a little bit more aggressive than that <laughs> yeah but you can so, imagine he would be quite quite hard to dispossess he'll be he'll be all right he'll be if you're a newcastle fan or a, a scotland fan wanting that link he will be he'll definitely do a job for you but it's nothing that you know i don't think there'll be hundreds of people rushing out to to do it no, absolutely not. And the final one of the trio is sort of the marquee. It is Kieran Tierney, the Arsenal left back, who's already had a couple of 
fairly decent informs so far this year, Nath. Just again, I, I think it's just another one that just gets lost in a sea of left backs. Arsenal haven't exactly got many special cards either that you'd be looking to link him with. I mean, I'm sure we're overdue a David Louise mega <laughs> card. Um, I can't believe he's not got one so far, but again, a really nice looking card, high, high work rates. Um, a guy that you could, you know, you chuck a shadow on him, becomes a 95 rated left back. Anchor gets him to 94 as well. He's, he's going to do a, a really fine job, but we are awash in a sea of really good left backs at this stage. It just depends if you're rocking that full Premier League um, Premier League team because you won't get too many hybrids where you're getting a Scottish left back in. But if you have got a, a Premier League side, then he'll be he's much better than the Luke Shaw card that was out at Team of the Season. Um, and he probably is uh, the best left back. You know, to be fair, he'll probably be one of the better left backs in the game, but it's just that Lincoln. Yeah, um, I mean, I don't even think he's that much better than Shaw. I mean, total stats... He's superior by 18 points, but total in-game stats, there's only 28 points in it. The pace is a bit nicer, but again, with the chem style, it's, that's going to be negligible. Shaw has the edge defensive-wise. Uh, physicality as well. It's only stamina, really, that Tierney sort of usurps Shaw on. So, in all the defensive, as I said, all the defensive stats really go Shaw's way. So, again, this is just one of, of personal preference. And look, I don't mean to to poo-poo any of these guys if you like the look of them i said they're not the most expensive in the world and if you've got cards if you're grinding those upgrades that 81 to 87 pick and the 82 plus you know worse places to put them than, than a kieran tierney i said especially if you are rocking that prem side but uh i'm certainly not going to rush out and do them a any of them on your radar no none of these at all to be honest i don't i don't have any premier league players in my team just now um for a change so I'll not be going out to try and change my team to get any of these three in, certainly. Another player that came out today, uh, maybe a bit more on your radar. I know I saw before we start recording that you were tempted to do this guy. Ivan Rakitic has got a flashback card, a 93-rated card for 207,000 coins on console at the moment. Midfielder, for, plays for Seville at the moment, obviously Croatian. So... Croatia link doesn't help you too much, although if you've got a Modric card, maybe that foot birthday card, it's a little little bit handy for you. But otherwise, again, nice four star, four star, medium. It's the medium, medium work rates though, Nate. That for me, just again, just say yeah, I'll pass. Little bit. I mean, I was tempted to, and I have done him, um, but that's mainly because I have um, a tradable Frankie De Jong uh, playing in my midfield just now. So it's a pretty much a like-for-like -like swap. Frankie will be a better player. Um, but when you look at the stats, there's not an awful lot in it. Um, and I think 200k, or oh, 191 on PlayStation, which I am, um, for a card like this actually is pretty decent when you're wanting somebody that will just sort of sit in um, to partner uh, SCN at the, in, in the middle of the park because SCN gets up and down. So you just kind of want somebody there that can, that can pass the ball, um, can do a job doing everything. But medium, medium isn't too off-putting when that's the role I want. I don't want him sort of, you know, bombing up and down as much. So I'm quite happy with that. Um, and he will be playing as a, a CDM, I think, for me mainly. Yeah, the A2 agility and 80 balance uh, put me off a little bit. The 42 jumping as well, uh, despite being six foot. Uh, he's got only 70 rated headers as well. So he's not going to um, do much in the air for your set pieces. But yeah, like you say, I mean, passing-wise, you, you can't really fault any of that. You know, he's 90 plus in everything. In fact, if you take out three kicks, he's 93 plus and everything. The speed is fine. Um, 
I would probably, you know, slap an engine on him and it takes him up to a 97 rated CM, which is probably the way I would go. Uh, you could maybe go, maybe go Maestro as well. You, you know, you might want to boost that physicality up as well. Um, so if you were thinking a more sort of defensive role, you could chuck something like a Sentinel uh, or probably an Anchor, actually, if you were thinking of a, a pure CDM. But just, a, 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 no, a again, a really nice card. Uh, and we've got quite a few decent La Liga cards to link him in with, albeit not too many Croatian ones. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, out, out of the packs that you get from from doing this, I got uh, Anti Rebic as well. So <laughs> Saki kind of watched me doing it and thought we're going to tease you to try and to try and use it. So <laughs> that's a forty k player gone straight onto the transfer list. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, like you say, it's a nice, well-rounded card. Um, if I had Frankie De Jong as untradeable, then there's no danger I'd be doing this. Or if I had sort of somebody else that could do that role. Um, but with with Essien being high, high, I always feel that like I need somebody who a bit sort of, you know, he's tailored back a little bit just to have a wee bit more security. Um, so, yeah, he, he's not the most exciting player in the world, but I think he'll definitely do a job in 190k worth of, uh, of SBC. I think it's actually decent value um, for somebody that could probably stay in there for quite a while. And even when he comes at the team, he'll definitely be a decent super sub to bring on if you need. Yeah, look, he's, he's, he's certainly an endgame card. And again, we're, we're getting to the time of the year where... You know, people are starting to empty clubs. He's available for another six days as well. So you've got Thursday and Sunday reward cycles and obviously the seemingly never-ending cycle of preview packs as well <laughs> to, to go at. How, how have you found the preview pack experience? I know it, they, they were released just as sort of me and John did our show on Friday. So it was fresh, fresh off the press then. We've had them now for five, six days. How have you found them? Um terrible for me like, i really like the concept and I, I love the fact that you know it stopped me opening packs um i've not i've not wasted any coins which i probably would have done because i'm a bit of a sucker for the odd uh odd promo pack opening but my uh, i don't know whether it's because i've got coins in my in my account but my my best i think over since friday has been about an 84 so i haven't opened a single pack since then um just kind of on principle so i think it's a very good good idea um i've seen on sort of social media and various discords and, and uh, communities that people seem to be opening more because they're seeing this nice green card pop up and thinking they're getting a bit more profit and i know uh, when the you're, you're a big man in the in the market and it's probably kind of caused mayhem with the with like the trading and that side of things but i'm a i'm a big fan of the concept anyway yeah i, I mean again go feel please feel free to listen to, to the show i did with john on friday um, albeit through John sniffling, <laughs> which he was pretty down about, but I, I didn't think it was too bad. Um, you know, it, again, I, I really like it. You're right, it has caused chaos in the market. I think long established trading patterns and stuff have been really been sort of disrupted by this. Um, we, you know, they were used to sort of patterns around fodder and supply. Well, actually, now we're getting supply every night at six, seven, and eight. But uh, but sometimes we're not because sometimes the A release lightning rounds, sometimes they don't. It's never really publicised when they come out. So it has thrown things into a little bit of chaos. Um, I like it. That I think the best pack I got, I did get two greens in one pack. I can't remember what pack it was. Uh, nothing particularly amazing. I think off the top of my head, it was Chilwell and somebody else that was you know, less than 80K. So I think I made about 40K from the entire pack. Um, but it's nice. And like you say, it's, it's a good way to, to stop us you know, wasting wasting coins or fifa points if you're so inclined on on nothing but 
the roulette options don't fear people. The roulette options are still there, Nathan, aren't they? And we've had a couple of upgrade packs in we, the last couple of days. Yeah, we have. We've had, uh, well, tonight we've had the 82 times 10 um, pack, which is a bit, you know, that's a bit more of the blind gamble, which some people could find fun. Some people might not like as much. Now we've got these preview packs. I don't know whether it'll spoil it for some. Um, so that kind of paid out. I've, I've done that earlier. Um, I got 89 rated Courtois. I got a couple of 87s, and then the rest were sort of 83. So hit and miss um, was fine, I think. Have you done it yet, Wemby? Yeah, I have done. Uh, it, I should just say it's an 83 rated squad for it uh, with one in for more team of the season um, and 70 chemistry. So it's coming in about 70k, 75k on console at the moment. To me, this is one of those cards, one of those packs that you should just do if you can possibly do it without spending too much money. Uh, because getting 10 players back, 82 plus, you've got to be pretty unlucky to get a group of players back that are worse than what you had to put in. Albeit there's not a massive great deal in packs to get right now, and you know, it being limited to Brazil, France, Portugal, and Belgium players as well, um, sort of eliminates. I'm sorry, you won't be seeing nice uh, theoretical Messi pop out. But you know, there's a f- there's a few festival of football players that you can pack from that. Uh, Jal Felix being the most obvious one, so definitely worth a go for 73k. I did it, and I think uh, I got an 86. I can't think who it was now, so I, I think I just about came out ahead on that. Um, but I did do the other lottery pack that we had out in the past couple of days, the 87 plus times three, um, which I which cost about 111k at the time that we're recording now and i got uh edda Militao popping out of that so that was a nice surprise that's a fantastic well he looks he looks brilliant as is and then they get the upgrade which i think is it, is it confirmed or he's very close to anyway but he's going to be a defensive monster um i don't think anybody will be wanting to see him pop up on the loading screen um of the weekend league or rivals or whatever gate sort of platform you're playing at no Absolutely not. So that one's, again, a bit more risky. So it's coming in over 100k. And the price of fodder isn't gigantic at the moment. It's been propped up a little bit. But given that lots of people are now ripping open icon swaps packs, and I think and I said we've had so much supply now with these preview packs, it's not a slam dunk. You could lose money from this one. So again, yes, can. <laughs> um, you can very much could lose money um, on this, so I would say only do this if you uh, have lots of cards or you're, you know, you, you you get into that stage where you just want a few last gambles. Again, I mean, it, it's also worth saying as well, Nate, that I'm sure in the next couple of weeks we will start having best of back into packs. So yeah, but- these are always ones that you can do and you know stash away for a couple of weeks. Yeah, I wish I was clever enough to think of that last night. I did it um, in the train, waiting oh, in the queue, sorry, waiting for the train back to, <laughs> to Glasgow. And uh, I got 387 rated players. So Oof. that was completely heartbreaking. Um, just, you know, watched Scotland go out of the Euros, got beat 3 1, and then got uh, Fabinho as one of my best players. So that yeah. is not ideal. Were any of them French? Um, no, I can't even remember what they were. I just remember that Fabinho was like the, the standout player. Um, but Brazil and Premier League lengths. There was no sort of noteworthy players. Well, it's a shame they weren't French because yeah, they've also dropped uh, our old friend Weekend League Plus, which gets you those extra picks in Weekend League. And this one is is a bit different to usual. In past, it's just been win X amount of games and you get an extra pick. At, uh, you know, it's usually something like ten, fifteen, and nineteen or whatever it is. This is 
an interesting one because you've got to have eight French players in your starting squad to qualify for this. And the first one comes in at seven wins, and that will get you a player pick containing one of three Team of the Season players with a minimum of overall rating of 88. If you win 12, again with eight French players, it's one of four with an 89 minimum rating. And for 15 wins, you get a choice of one of five, again, with a minimum rating of 89. And so if you uh, have a lot of French players, Nate, this, this looks like the weekend league for you. Yeah, it could be very good. Um, it'll be interesting to see which way it does make weekend league sort of swing because you've got that, but then obviously we've got the icon swaps, which I think came out on Monday where you need your 15 wins in the, the weekend league. So it's do people do this to try and get the get the, the extra picks there or do you go for the weekend league tokens or you know is it going to make the weekend league teams a bit weaker because people will be filling it in with french players um so it's going to make things really interesting for this weekend i think yeah there is a lot of very strong french players um that have been around so we might even see our old friend lone mbappe back in a few sides oh i bet we do between lone mbappe and lone zidane <laughs> <Lone> <laughs> The terrors of October and November and friendlies throughout the year. So it's time to burn those if you uh, if you do have any games left on them. Hundred percent. I think you'll be seeing quite a few, especially in uh, as you get closer to maybe the gold rankings, where you're getting close to the, maybe the fourteen, fifteen wins, wins as well. You might end up seeing more and more of them. Yeah, it's it's, it's nice. And as I said, if you do manage to get eight French players and fifteen wins, uh, you know, well, should I say, if you if you manage to get yourself to seventeen wins. Then you're going to end up with five player picks from the weekend league, which is fantastic. And also you'll get an icon swaps token. So not a bad weekend to uh, to get yourself involved in weekend league. Although, again, I can only imagine the frustration of players that do pick eight French players that may not be the strongest um, in, you know, losing games early and things like that. So it's a delicate balancing act. Yeah, 100%. Uh, I think you might see some people that think it's a good idea to begin with. Um, and either the, the French players they've got are maybe slightly behind the power curve um, or it's not their usual sort of full meta team. So I, I think you might see a lot of players starting with, with the French ones and maybe reverting back to the standard weekend league yeah. um, before the end of it. So like I say, I think it'll be quite interesting to see. Are you uh, are you getting a chance to, to play this weekend? Uh, no, I don't think so. I've got uh, my wife is at a wedding on Saturday, so I've got uh, baby duties all day. And then Sunday, I've got work. So not for me. I think, unfortunately, you know, we'll come on to it in our, in our chat in a little bit. But I think Weekend League for me is done for the year. As nice and appealing as to try and get some of these team of the season cards, it's, um, it's not enough to make me want to burn the midnight oil. Um, and just before we round up and go on to our discussion around FOMO, burnout and things like that, there just a couple of other things to note as well, particularly just because this ties in nicely with icon swaps. Uh, the Silver Beast is back for your chance to get a mega pack and a few 75 plus rare rated players. So that's a nice one to combine with the silver objectives. And uh, for those people still knocking around the silver lounge, I think Grandpapa Mac might be one of the few still propping up the bar there. But uh, a, a little, a quite one of the more intriguing cards we've had in recent weeks, Nath. Fabio Silva has got a Path to Glory card that starts at 70 rated. Uh, Portuguese striker you know, the next big thing for Wolves. Have you had a look at this card? Because to me, this looks like one that you might just want to dust off that silver team for. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think I'll be, I'll be uh, revisiting the, the old hangout with, uh, with Grandpa Mac and probably yourself. I'll see you in there at the bar having a wee, <laughs> cheeky, wee, 
cheeky wee vimp though. <laughs> but no, he, look, he looks all right. I, what, before I kind of I clicked because I saw the green, but it never clicked in my head that it was one of the Path to Glory cards. So I'm sitting thinking, why the heck are they bringing out a 70-rated striker at this stage of the game, even in Silver Stars? <laughs> and then I was like, wait a minute, they've got to give it time to, to obviously develop and grow. Um, just as we're recording this as well, though, it, it's looking quite good for Portugal as they've just got a penalty against France in the 28th minute. So uh, still nil-nil, but hopefully, well, hopefully Ronaldo will slot that way. But yeah. So, um, without any sort of chemistry boost, he's actually an 87-rated centre-forward, an 86-rated striker. So, although he's a 70-rated face stats, he actually looks like he could be a pretty pretty handy striker. And then if you kind of boost up, even if you put Hunter and base, uh, boost the pace and shooting, he looks like he could be quite good fun. Um, only thing is he's three-star skills, four-star weak foot. But obviously, if they, if they win, then the more they win and get the boost, and that will sort of prop up as well. Yeah, I mean, if you are still trying to play silver silver games or silver lounge, I mean, this guy looks like an absolute monster. And, you know, if, Port- so if Portugal win, they said Portugal got one win so far in the tournament so far, so they would need to win tonight's game against France and or, or qualify in whatever way. But they, they still basically need two wins, including tonight, for him to go up to a 72. So they then get to the quarter final, uh, then get through the quarter finals as well. He, he could be up to a 73. And realistically, you know, that's taken him into the realms of being a sort of 92 to 94 rated striker um, with something like a hunter on. So definitely want to do it. And if you are looking for ways to sort of, you know, get some Portuguese players like Renato Sanchez's foot birthday card or he's still trying to find a way to get CR7 in there. This provides a nice little link. Um, He's got high, high work rates. He's six foot one as well. He's got good heading stats. Unfortunately, no traits, which is a bit of a shame. But again, considering that you only need three wins in the Silver Lounge to get him, um, and most of those games, well, certainly when I used to play in the Silver Lounge, I don't know if it's changed since I was I was in there, but a lot of the time it's golden goal. Yeah, I can't imagine this would take you much more than an hour or so to knock off. So th- this this might be my casual FIFA experience for the week. Yeah, the only thing is that you because so, you'd still need the six goals and eight assists or something like that. Um, it takes a little bit longer than you'd like because people do quit as soon as it goes to one nil. Mm. Um, but like you say, it actually reminds me a lot. We had um, is it Future Stars where um, from yes. Leo? and yeah. it reminds me a lot like that. I think you might even see him popping up in some people's weekend league teams as well, sort of thing, or rivals teams because he does look really handy if you if you get the right chemistry on him and you boost him then. Uh, I remember where he used to come on for the last half hour against us a few times, and his finishing was always pretty cracked, and his uh, his pace was he had pace to burn. So he's somebody that probably could do a decent job, not just in the silver lounge as well. Yeah, again, if, if you're looking at having having a bit of fun, certainly one to to consider. I said going going in for and just having a bit of fun to do. And uh, yeah, I said he you know you can do it alongside the silver beast objectives as well. So definitely one to consider. But look, now we talked about the subject of fun, and I think that brings us nicely on to the, the, the sort of main topic of the day that I wanted to bring up. And it is basically around FOMO, which is fear of missing out and sort of everything linked with that, you know, FIFA burnout and just basically the, your sort of mental state as we get into these summer months. And I'll, I'll basically talk through my experience of the past few days. So as discussed lots on last week's show was grinding away hard to get r9 bought r9 thought yes 94 rated r9 this well one of the pinnacle players of fifa played a few games with him just didn't 
just underwhelm me. And, and, you know, it's like, you know, going out to your favorite restaurant and ordering your favorite meal, Nath, and, and getting it. And it's just a little bit cold. <laughs> I totally, so, totally get what you mean, to be honest. I think. Um, uh, sorry, go on. No, I was just going to say, I think the 94 rated Ronaldo, well, he's always going to be good. Um, but I think the 94 rated Ronaldo now against, you know, you're getting even centre halves, not even fullbacks playing centre halves, but you're getting centre halves with a high 80s and a 90s base speed and, you know, the phys- physical attributes and the defending attributes. So I think the 94, whilst it's nice that he's, you know, five star, five star and he's got the icon links, I think looking at it now, there's probably cards out there that are prob- a lot cheaper and a lot, you know, yeah, more fun to use now. Well, not maybe, maybe just as fun anyway, but you know, a fraction of the cost. Yeah, absolutely. And look, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying for a single second here that R9 is is rubbish. Uh, but I paid five million coins for him. And those of you who've listened to the show this year will know that I've not been blessed with amazing pack luck. I don't think I've had bad pack luck this year, but I've done, I haven't had a million coin player all year. Those five million coins have come from a lot of trading, a lot of grinding away on the app bronze pack method you know follow following different trading advice holding on to players for long periods of time they are you know some people will will dismiss that but i I really felt like i earned that guy i i did my time and earned him and for him to be underwhelming was just was just sad and then unfortunately at that time as well the preview packs came out the market crashed a bit and suddenly when i decided that actually he's not working i want i want to get rid of him I'd lost, I think I took a, an after-tax loss of about 700,000 700, coins. So that was an ideal. Um, delved into a couple of games as well. They didn't go well. I was just struggling in Division 1. It was partly due to the time I was playing. I'm playing on Xbox, which has got a smaller player pool already. I was playing after 11 o'clock at night because I've got parental responsibilities. And after 11 o'clock at night... You don't tend to get many casual players, put it this way. You get a lot of good players. I was facing players with 2,300 skill rating, 2,100 skill rating, and just getting beat, not smashed, but just getting beat. Just generally sort of taking, you know, not leaving you going to bed feeling great. And then we had that icon pick pack. The <laughs> Argentina, Netherlands, France icon pick pack. I built up a lot of fodder. And I thought, right, I'll throw it in. So in went the likes of Kleiber. In went, <laughs> in went loads of team of the season players. And I thought, right, I will at least get something fun out of this. You know, just to have a little bit of a laugh with. My picks were Prime Blanc, Prime Raquelme, and Prime Crespi. <laughs> that is a sore one to take. The three of them combined came to about 350k. And the pack was 700k to do. I could have had all those players double over. And I still wouldn't have made my money back. Oh, no, that, so that, that is pretty disgusting, to be honest. <laughs> so that then put me in a bad... I picked Blaby Blanc, by the way, just because I think he was the highest rated at 91. So that then puts me in a bad mood. I'm then going into weekend. And I've made a few tweaks. I thought, oh, I'll get Nanny. Nanny's supposed to be really fun. I'll buy him and I'll buy... I can't remember who else I bought. I bought somebody else. I went into a couple of games, lost. I thought, great. Fine, I'll beef up my midfield. End up buying uh, Icon Moments Mateus. Still kept losing. Then I was like, fine, I'm going to rip everything up again. And so sold Mateus quickly again, lost a few hundred thousand coins. Sold Nanny, lost a hundred thousand coins. Changed everything up and ended up just saying, you know what? And I've been sitting on about a hundred cards worth of fodder as well to sell when the market boosted. 
which it really hasn't because EA have just been completely messing with us with preview packs and when content is released. So long story short, I've been sat on 100 Hummels for ages and thought, right, I'm just getting rid of you. And then I'm going to go buy 98 rated Tots CR7. So I did that, bought him. And now I'm sat in a situation where I've got a very nice team. I had just enough change left over to buy a Kuna for the midfield as well, who is excellent, by the way. And I've got 80,000 coins left to my name. But there came a point, Nath, where I was in the middle of all these team changes. I was still playing rivals games. I was still getting beat. And I, I just came to that point of, why am I still, why am I doing this? Why am I sweating over all of this? Yeah, I 100% get you. Um, I, I did the, the icon pack myself and I got Prime Van der Sar, um, Moments Marco Van Basten, who's only 148k, and Moments Zanetti. Um, so I was a bit torn because none of them were somebody that I wanted. Um, I went for Zanetti because he's a bit more versatile um, and he can kind of come on for uh, for Davies and my left back sort of through the games and because I play sort of a three five two just now it, he gets knackered quite quickly. So, but again, it's like you say because I think it was with the players not Brazil, Argentina, and France or something like that. I can't remember yes. what they were, but they they had the potential to be Argentina, France, often. Netherlands. Yeah, that's what obviously because Van der Sar. Um, but I had you know I was like I'm not going to do this. It's a lot of money. My padlock is. I've said on here a few times has been absolutely terrible, especially when it comes to icons. Um, I don't think I've really had a proper decent usable icon yet. But then the longer it went on, um, and obviously I had a few drinks in Glasgow before the game, I thought, no, I'm going to do this because if I don't do it, it would be my time to get you know moments Hullet, um, moments Vieira, even like you know the Zidane. Or I quite like the look of the Henri, um, which I know is just at SBC just now, but. It goes back to what you're saying about the, the about FOMO. Um, I thought, no, this is a, the best chance I'll get to have have sort of the hullets and stuff. Because, like yourself, I've done a bit of trading, um, but nothing to the extent of success that you have. But I'm never going to be able to afford those type of players, or even like the Cruyffs as well. Um, so I kind of felt obligated to do it. And now looking at my club now, it's an empty club. I've got an okay, but not uh, you know not even a first teamer out of it. And you kind of do think like, why was I have it? Why was I stressing to try and build the best team to do it? You know, the most the the, the best value team to put into it. Um, getting all excited, thinking, oh, these flares are going to go, and I'm going to get somebody amazing. And then in the end, you just have that total dejection. You're like, every time, why why don't we ever learn? <laughs> yeah, and you break down the kind of players that go into it, and you know, there's some red picks in there, so it's you know the players you scrapped hard on weekend league for it's objective players that you've played different game modes for and you just you know not to mention the cards that you've paid previously for and you're just left with that feeling of what what have i what have i bothered for and to me i think this comes back to the whole kind of concept behind foot is building your ultimate team and ea have created a very nice game in that you if you are not necessarily the best player on the pitch, and I will hold my hands up and say I'm definitely not the best in terms of gameplay, you can kind of prop yourself up a bit by being good at things like trading or picking up the right kind of players, doing the right objectives, picking the right SBCs and maybe getting a bit lucky with showdowns, things like that. And it kind of gives you a bit of a boost and it can help you if you're a more casual gamer or you're someone you know, like myself that can't play much weekend league Keep up, keep up with your, you know, keep up with the Joneses. You know, stay as competitive as you can, and maybe a little punch above your weight a little bit. 
But you get to this point of the year, and to me, Nathan, I, I think that that ability is gone at this stage in the game because all the cards are now so good. You can be the best trader in the world. And even if you have team of the season Neymar, team of the season Mbappe, R9 Hullet, your advantage over even just a good team, the likes of Kevin and Babu are still going to be damn effective against you. Yeah, hundred uh, percent. There's only so much. I think you know we've we've discussed it, and I think uh, I think Grandpapa Mac did a thing with his was it his brother's god team that he had early doors and stuff. And I think back then he said it. You know, a a, met, a normal meta team to a god team gets you maybe three or four extra wins at a weekend league. Um, mm. And I think that now that's kind of cancelled because since uh, since Tots, you know, there's obviously the meta players, but they're all well, not they're all, but probably 75% of each league's tots are usable and, are, and, you know, they're decent. So if you pick a formation that you've been using, say, through the year, um, or you know how to use certain players, there's not that advantage anymore. Um, and unless you're a top, top trader or you're spending, you know, mega money on, on FIFA points and stuff, where you can have a team full of, you know, R9s, like Prime, so you've got Prime R9, Moments Vieira, Cruyff, you know, all these sort of, top tier ones which probably still will have that advantage because they'll just be able to do special things but at this stage of the game you're not going to have that bigger you know big an advantage anymore um this is my my first sort of full year on ultimate team and it's a bit of an eye-opener because we're quite lucky to have a decent team early does just like you are um and the advantage was pretty good then but you do kind of think well you know we slogged so hard you know up at times trying to trade and buy players at the right time, sell players at the right time, think, right, what's coming next? What's this promo going to be? Um, whereas, realistically, you could now you could actually pick up the game at the start of TOTS and still have as good a squad as most, you know, most players that yeah. have been right through. And I think this, this is another thing for me that is starting to wrangle, is that it's the time sink that it, you feel like you have to put in to keep up. And for me, the time sink has been the web app, has been the companion app. It's been checking prices of Hummels during breaks, during time, during in the middle of a you know a feed or or whatever. It's you know six o'clock comes, I've got to check what's out because I need to get the right window to sell these guys and stuff like that in. And for other people, it's I've got to commit to thirty games a weekend league. But I think it's time now for EA to introduce some sort of a catch-up mechanic that takes away that FOMO and the fear that you have to be sinking your time in to keep up. Games like World of Warcraft, for example, if you don't play for a while, you build up what's called rested XP. And that basically means that the quests and stuff that you do for will count as double. So if you fall a few levels behind your mates or your guild members, you can catch up pretty quick because you're getting double at the pace of someone that's playing every single day. To me, it's the sort of thing where you should be having things like welcome backpacks, or if you only get to play a weekend league every four weeks, give you an extra pick, that kind of thing to allow people to not feel that they miss a week or two weeks, that, that they are going to fall behind. And this kind of boils down to pat luck as well. And we sort of mentioned our pack lucks this year. It, it seems bonkers to me that we we play a game where one person can pick, say you pack Prime R9 in November, tradable, out of nowhere. You're set up for the whole game. Whereas 
people like ourselves can slog away at all the different game modes, trading and everything, and only just about get there. That doesn't seem fair at all, does it? No, 100%. Um, we, we had a chat before this as well. Um, when we're Obviously, we've got these, these preview packs out, and uh, on some of, some of the, the communities we're in, on you know, Facebook and Twitter and such, um, you see a lot of people packing, you know, good players like constantly packing the, the green players just now, like the promo players, uh, packing icons. And it's always, oh, you know, I've not played for a while. Um, this is what I get. Or I've got no coins in my account and suddenly I've got it. Like, there's not very many people you see getting good pulls now regularly that have got, you know, a million coins in the back or have yeah. it right through. And that, that's probably my biggest scrape is when, you know, I've, I've, I've lo- I log on every day. I've played played games pretty much every day since I've been out and played a good number of games every day. And Patlock is shocking. Um, mm. So, I, like, maybe it's because I'm I'm at the other end of it. But you do kind of feel that if you're putting the time, if you're putting the time in, you should get some sort of reward back. Um, just the same as if you can't put the time in again, yeah. maybe some sort of booster to catch up as well, so you don't have to because. You know, it's you, you do maybe say you've got a slight addiction to playing or to trading and stuff, but at the same time, like if, if that's what you're fun and you should probably get rewarded, just like the pros will tell you, well, I'm finishing elite. Why am I still getting rubbish packs on uh, weekend league? Because um, I, I do think maybe the better players, I'm certainly not one of them, I'm sitting in division two, but the top players probably should get better ones. But then you could kind of say at the other end, well, you know, they've got they've good players, they're getting better picks. Why? You know the the lesser players maybe if you like I don't I don't want to disrespect anybody but maybe the less skilled players should maybe get better player picks um, to help bridge the gap. So there's lots and lots of different ways of of looking at it, um, and I don't think any ways particularly right or wrong either. Um, but I think they definitely need to do more to allow you to to mess a mess a week, mess a month. You know, you go on holiday if you're ill. You know, work gets in the way, family gets in the way, then. You shouldn't be thinking at the back of your mind, oh, I really need to be playing FIFA for, yeah. for something just now. Give away, look, and this goes against ultimately, and this goes back to you know everything we talked about around Icon Gate and when all this. And so I apologize because we, we are retreading somewhat a lot of the sort of subject matters that were coming out in when was that now? January Icon Gate, possibly. It's been so long. Buying of icons from EA, yeah, they've covered over it and we've forgotten about it all. <laughs> But, you know, a lot of talk was around then about, oh, how obtainable are these players? What is the, uh, the object of Ultimate Team? And, uh, you know, look, the, in EA's eyes, oh, well, if you miss a few weeks, don't worry. Go and load up a few FIFA points or spend your coins on packs and you might get something. And do you know what? To me, that's not even necessarily a bad idea if they either proved or disproved this whole, if you've been away from the game, you get better pack luck theory. You know, this this whole sort of, and we saw it kind of in the debug menus that were getting released around Icon Gate of, what is it, what do they call it, something like returning player? There's returning, there's doom switch, there's lots of different yeah. things that, yeah, a bit of a bit of openness, a bit of clarity from them, which we're, we're never going to get, I yeah. don't think, because so, if they're open and honest, yeah. then, you know, people might kind of potentially boycott if it's mm-hmm. the... This, you know, supposed wrong answer. If that makes sense. So again, it, so so for example, you're away for three weeks. For every week you're away and you don't log on to the game, or you know, you play less than say five games, you get the chance, even if it's the chance to buy an eighty-five times five plus pack. 
or an icon pack, you know, something like that. Thereby, the players that are playing every week and getting those rewards, they're rewarded because they're getting the, the consistent rewards. And if you don't play, you, yes, you have the opportunity to these, but you have, still have to buy them. You know, you still have to pay your FIFA points or your coins or whatever. But there is a mechanic whereby you feel, okay, I, I am a more casual. I can do this. with, And maybe this whole preview pack thing is a bit of a better way of getting you back in because over the space of a week. But then there's no guarantee with that either. So I just think something needs to come in to help ease the concerns of those people that care deeply about this game and chances are if you're listening to this podcast you do care deeply about foot you know we have seen as mentioned earlier in the show we've seen members of the community just walk away from the game this week because they've just gone do you know what we won't name them but they, they, they've come out and basically said it was getting to the point where you know i was not spending time as much time with my kids because i had to grind squad battles to get an icon swaps token and if icons were a bit more accessible and icon packs were out and cheaper and more freely, does that happen? I, I, I don't think so. Absolutely not. I mean, one of the discussions we had one of the, the previous times I was on the, on the show um, was that I kind of wished that icons were all a bit more usable as well. So, you know, if they're an icon, there shouldn't be anything, any such thing as a bad preferred. And you only get a handful of, you know, very good usable players. And you even get some that are, you know, you look at the prices now, they're fodder almost. So it even comes into that. We're doing icon swaps. You know, people are grinding, um, grinding for the tokens or people are putting fodder into, you know, icon roulette player picks and whatnot. Every, every player should be a decent player. You should be able to throw, if you get a prime moments, an icon moment uh, icon, you, you should be able to throw them into your first team unless you do already have, you know, the, the team of the year or team of the season in Mbappes and Ronaldo's and stuff, which fair enough, you know, they're juiced for a reason, but pretty much every other icon should be And especially be when we're talking about June packs in, as well. In my opinion. Uh, and, you know, look, I'm sorry, I know some will say, well, there's three, technically three months left of the game cycle, and I agree, but this game has been out now for eight, eight months. Um, so there, we are in the last 25% of this game cycle. And the stats show that the user base has dipped. If you go on to Footbin, you can have a look at the total number of transfers that have been taking sort of basically the, the, the index of how many, you know, when you log into console, it tells you there are 700,000 active transfers, whatever it is. You can see the drop off. Like on PS, for example, the peak was over 7 million around October, November. Now it's down to, I think it's under 2 million now. So that shows you that nearly 75% of people have gone, they're walking away, or they're certainly not bothering with trading and using the market. So we're talking about a dwindling user base as it is. Keep those guys engaged. And like you say, they, that icon pick pack with the Argentina, Netherlands, France player was 700,000 coins worth of players. Just strictly in game time, that is a thousand matches. That's a lot to commit to something where, fair enough, you, you know, if you're doing it, you're signing up for that risk. But there's a good chance that, like we got, of a barely usable, if that, player. But that's uh, that, how, how absolutely, you, you look at your game totals when you go into the game and how many games you played over the course of the entire year. You, you, you know, you'll probably play somewhere between 750 and 2,000 games. Just think about every single coin from a thousand of your games going into getting you prime blanc in june 
Yes, it's it's nonsense. Um, but even while you're on that, you know, we as as people with interest in trading, like EA have been very clever, even because um, trading at the start of the game was very good. You obviously you made your your coins sort of selling selling paint, wasn't it? Yeah, see um, paint exactly, which was a good way to do it. It obviously gave you a good start in sort of some as it was. But the longer the game went on, you know, marquee matchups, the rewards weren't great. Um, and obviously since, maybe even since Christmas, the SBCs we're getting now aren't really, um, you know, chemistry dependent. They're all, you know, 30, 40 chemistry on the whole, which means that traders who have been playing the trade, getting certain certain players, like you said, you're 100, 100 deep in Hummels, who usually is pretty decent because he's, you know, German centre-back, um, it was the 86 rated, so he's, you know, he's a yeah. perfect one for a decent, decent rated SBC with a decent chem links. Um, but if you're only wanting a 30 or 40 rated chem, you can pretty much just put any, any defender in there, um, or any, sometimes even any player in there, let alone any defender. So it almost, think, it almost feels like, you know, they don't want you trading. Like, it's almost like, you know, maybe you want you to be opening packs, be it by coin or uh, uh, FIFA points, rather than getting the traders. I can uh, I can understand to a point why they don't want the market to be too predictable because otherwise everybody gets in on it and prices and stuff just get price fixed and it just gets silly and the and the casual people that don't understand the market are the ones that lose out. Um, it's but, a bit of both though because after yeah. after Icon Gate, one of the things they came out and said in that the interview was you know people all these all these players are affordable. They're all attainable because you just need to learn the market and trade. So people yeah. have, you know, people have, you know, I know people put in quite a lot of money even into joining certain, you know, trading discords or a lot of time studying markets and games and stuff. You know, if if you're if you're a live football fan, I remember when even at the start of the year, for the team of the weeks, you would buy all, you'd buy fifty players that were pretty much guaranteed to get into the team of the week because they go out of packs. Yeah. Whereas even that got less and less. You know, they were putting silly players in team of the week. Um, you know, they were avoiding players that got maybe two or three goals to put somebody that you know played sixty minutes and <laughs> didn't do very much, but still somehow got a, got a team of the week. So it does feel a little bit sort of hypocritical, and you know, I don't want to be negative, but it just feels like even the preview packs, which I th- I think is a great thing. I don't think it's a great thing for traders at all because you know I could look at a preview pack, you know, a seven k pack, see, oh, I've got a Serbi and I've got a Joe Gomez in there, you know, two eighty threes, which. If a good SBC came out, people would be charging maybe 9k for that, and you can get it in a 7.5k pack. So I think that's probably where people would go to. Um, yeah. So it swings and roundabouts, though, isn't it? Because it's, it's, it's got its benefits, like you say, you know, haven't cracked in, uh, haven't used my coins to crack in any packs. I'm sure, I don't, I don't know what the figure's at, but it must make people think twice about loading up the FIFA points. So that, is, that can only be a good thing in terms of the community side of things. I know EA might be wanting to load up these FIFA points, but... Um, it's definitely, you know, it's got swings and roundabouts, but you just want them to be a little bit fairer in terms of, you know, they want us to trade. Well, you know, let people trade. And, uh, and this is and this is it for me. And this is where the whole burnout of fear, fear of missing out FOMO comes from, because if you're not getting decent pat luck and if the market isn't, there aren't enough market patterns emerging where you, if you, you know, if you do your research and you're clever, you still can't make bulk volume coins you're just sat there constantly lusting after players that you just can't afford and that is going to eat into you know it's gonna start playing on your mind especially if you're then getting beat by somebody how often 
Nathan, people listening out there, how often do you come out of the game where you've seen some guy who's got red CR7, red 92 Neymar, red team of the season for Ran, and you're just sat there thinking, you lucky such and such. Whereas you know you've had to work and grind so hard for the players, only for somebody to basically luck into players that are better than you. Yeah, 100%. I totally get where you're coming from. I think, uh, you know, you're trying to be objective. You're trying to think, well, if, I was, if the show was on the other foot, you know, you're like, well, I played weekend league and I just packed my, my Neymar or my mm. Mbappé. So, you know, I would I'd be dancing in the streets. Even at this stage, I'd be buzzing to get, you know, one of these top players. Um, but like you say, you know, we've spent a lot of time and a lot of effort onto it. So it's just, yeah, it's, it's hard to kind of think. You've got, you've got to be positive because, you know, I, I've heard quite a lot over the last few weeks, you know, the game is dead, the game is dead. I, I don't think the game is dead. The game's still there. The, the mm. play is, is, is dropping off. But, you know, we're still getting quite a lot of content, whether it's, you know, fantastic content. Like, you know, the 82 times 10, I think, is a, a good deal and it's definitely worth the punt. Even the 87 one, you know, didn't work out very well for me. But at the end of the day, it's still... It has the potential to be fantastic. So I don't think the game's oh, dead at all. I, but... I, I, I don't think it's dead. And I don't want this to come across as EA bashing because I, I don't think so. I, I, it's not designed to bash EA. I just think that perhaps more care and attention needs to be played to the possible psychological and mental well-being that the way they go about the game cycle can mess with people. And... I, I go back and forth on this because sometimes I think all this content is great. When you're in the thick of it, you log in at six and you're desperate for content, be it to make your fodder fly or to get a new player. But then I start to think on the other foot, whereby you're someone that maybe doesn't have the time to invest in the game or invest into trading. And these things come out and you're like, I can't afford them. I'm going to miss out. Um, Whereas if there was perhaps less content, less SBC players to do, um, maybe that would be you know or if players were around for longer and i think one of the sneaky things i've not liked this year is the limits how short a lot of these players have been out for you go back to fifa 20 and now in june you could still be grinding towards foot birthday who do we have rodrigo we had a moments hazard that was around for ages ribbery mertens there were these players that were basically around for the entire summer Whereas now everything's out for a week and it's gone. Yeah, I have I mean, to do Dembele or it's gone. The further you get in the game as well, obviously the power curve changes. So I don't, I, I'm with you there. I don't understand. You know, people kind of. We we had a thing with uh, within our our wonderful Discord about you know, was there an SBC that you, met, you you regret not doing? So I don't see why you know even in January people couldn't go back and do like that Kleiber that seemed to be so OP. You know, yeah. give them the chances to do it because. Theoretically, the power curve is going to move. I know Kleiber was so overpowered; he was pretty relevant until probably not, you know, not too long ago. Um, but theoretically, if the power curve is moving, there'd be no harm in letting people go back and, you know, you, that El Shorari that was a bit of a cult hero, like, you know, give us an extra couple of months to grind him out. Yeah. Oh, I think it's just it's just putting people there. under pressure again because it's like, oh well, if I don't get the players and the fodder and the coins in my club, I can't do this guy. Oh, and if I miss out on him, then my team's going to fall behind. And you know, you get players like Renato Sanchez that come out that people are thinking, oh god, I've got to do this. I've got to get the coins. Got to get the players. Got to get the fodder. I've, I've got to get this guy in my club. And you know, they're people having to cram in games that they maybe can't really actually afford the time to do because the clock is ticking. It's the whole weekend league thing, isn't it? Of why is weekend league seventy two hours? 
Yeah, absolutely. Um, the other thing they could do is you, you get draft tokens, don't you? So sometimes you can pack them, you can use your coins, you can use FIFA points to play draft. Why don't they have an SBC option like that? You know, let's say yeah. um, 15,000 coins even, you can unlock a previous SBC of your choice. I think, was it Grandpapa Mac brought? I think maybe been brought this up on this very show that there was like a catalogue you could go back to. Yeah, I think he, I'm sure it was him that, because he was sort of discussing it in Discord. And I think that's great, you know. You have a have a catalog or have you know for this that even like you know one month we're going to go back so say in Marvich you can go back like to the start of the thing at the start of the 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 period and kind of just go through that I think something like that you know I, I I quite fancy it being a bit like drafts you can unlock it with a coin or with points or you can pack a you can pack maybe a a one redeem option sort of thing like you can do with a draft token something like that which means that you don't have the pressure. Yeah, um, and but, even if, they're not saying give it for free, you know, fifteen thousand, fifteen thousand coins, and you still have to grind the SBC itself. But you get the unlock. I mean, how you know? I'm just going to have a look how much Renato Sanchez's foot birthday SBC was. Even now, that is, Renato Sanchez's SBC would cost you six hundred eleven thousand coins to get an eighty-seven rated player. There is no reason that a, that a guy logging into the game now say you met, or you made a new account or something like that. Why on earth can't you go back and do that card or, or a Vidal or something like that? Maybe, okay, you, you know, where maybe it's a memory issue or something about clutter. I don't, I mean, it's a billion, multi-billion dollar company. You know, I'm sure you can figure out a solution to that. But wh- why has it changed? There's not been any sort of communication about this. And it's been a long running complaint of mine. If I am going to bash EA, it's for this. There's no real reason why this has come out, has no. there? They've, they've not said, well, actually... You know, we thought it was, even if they came out and said, oh, we thought it was unfair. Well, okay, well, at least you've come up with a reason rather than, mm, we're just going to make these SBCs really short. Which just leads you to the natural assumption of you're trying to get people hooked, spending more time, more points, more pounds, whatever it is. Um, and that's what the evidence points to. Yeah, I mean, you said at the start of the show that you changed your team even, you know, during the the last week you've changed it quite drastically so you know a player that you do in an SBC at one point might be completely wrong for your team in three weeks time you know I've done plenty of SBCs at the time which I thought these are going to be amazing used them you know two or three times and thought oh I should have gone for a different player or yeah I wish I hadn't done that or you know just changed my team and think oh he's not got a place in it and he ends up you know in another SBC down the line so I I, I think you know you, they want you to build your ultimate team so you don't get Say you don't get that Renato Sanchez, and then in Tots you pack um, CR7, or even now you get the the Gel Felix card in the the Path to Glory, and you think actually that Sanchez might be quite a good fun Portuguese link that you know I could link Spain uh, like well, La Liga, Syria, and League One. Like why why can't we go back and do that? I I think that would be a great idea. And again, I thought, look, this makes perfect sense for EA. This and they are a business. Let's never forget that they are a business. So anytime we have a pop at them, we have to realize that it's a business and that they are doing things to make profits for shareholders and for future games and all sorts of stuff. So ultimately, that will be their first port of call. And as for as long as they don't have any competition, they have the monopoly. And what any company in a monopoly does, I brought this comparison up a few times, uh, a lot of people got very disenfranchised. Dis- I'm trying to figure the word. What is it called? Dis- disinterested, dis- dis- disenchanted is the word yeah. I'm looking for. That's the one with uh, WWE 
because WWE basically had a monopoly of the wrestling business for 20 years. No competition at all. And they could just do whatever they wanted, put out whatever products they wanted. And it there grew a, a group that was basically so alienated, they just basically just stopped watching. Um, but there was enough people still watching, still in, enjoying the products, that the, the profits kept coming in. Finally, in the last couple of years, there's been a, a new company called AEW that's come along. And suddenly there's a bit of choice. And we've long, going back to FIFA, we've long sort of said the best thing for FIFA will be for Pez to be good. Because Absolutely. then then they will have to look at, okay, we don't just need to try and get money out of people. We need to try and keep them happy at the same time and not go over to the opposition. And that will take a long time. And again, I'm not saying EA are evil or this is, a, you know, this is the state in. Konami have put out a crap game for years. That's their fault. They had a great position in the PS2 era and they threw it away. Yes, EA have always had the benefit of the licenses and stuff, but that didn't matter in the PES 4, 5, 6 era. For whatever reason, and I don't know the reasons for it, when they left the, the PS2 generation, it got rubbish. FIFA got stronger. FIFA Ultimate Team was a masterstroke when it came out, and you know we're talking about it now, which shows how strong it is. Um, but they need some competition to be able to actually have to listen, because... We talked about it in other shows. Revenues are up. Engagement is up. All of the metrics point to the, you know, if you were up in EA, all of the metrics point to the fact you're doing a great job. So why would they change? 100%. Um, like you're saying, it's a, it's been a great addition, Ultimate Team. Let's, let's, you know, no, no two ways about it. It's been very good. Um, so say Konami got a, you know, got a, got a move on and sort of brought Pez up to standard or, you know, what if another company came in, you know, um, and did it? Because I know 2K do a lot, like you know, they do the the basketball games and stuff. So maybe maybe a team comes out of a left field and and builds this wonderful program. I think the whole concept of Ultimate Team, in terms of it, might not be the same icons, obviously, but you know, favorite players getting to build a team. You can't just you know get all the best players in the one team because they they won't link like. The, the chemistry, the the sort of link in chemistry, I think is a good idea. Uh, maybe not the chemistry boosts, but Certainly, having you know chemistry with the other players is is a very fun concept because team build or squad building, I think, has been so much fun this year. So many options, um, but you do need somebody to push them on. And yeah. uh, a lot of people are saying, "Oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna stop playing or or whatnot." Whereas really, they probably don't, um, and the noisier ones probably don't because they say they're gonna stop playing. But if you've invested, you know, hours, and you, you're you're talking probably hundreds and hundreds of hours throughout the cycle. If you've invested that much, it's going to be very hard just to stop. Um, yeah. You know, even if it is having a cheeky look, and maybe the people that are getting a good pat look now because they've been away, you know, they've heard there's this preview thing and they still can't keep away. They're still going back to at least preview the packs, even if they're not playing. They'll get that player. It'll hook them back in. You know, if you don't play and suddenly you get a moments Ronaldo, a moments Cruyff, you're you're not going to say, oh yeah, I'm not I'm not going to play this game that I loved for six months of the year. Like it's it's a clever way of doing it, hmm. but. If, if you're not dropping it, unless you're going to say, I'm not playing, you go to Pez and you completely move on, like you will come back, I think. The burnout for me comes not from, and I, I listed off you know, a couple of things this week that triggered me, but it's, it's almost death by a thousand cuts because you go back and, and this is a, it's a time of this when you arbitrate that you go back and you, you do pick up on things like this, the, the limited SBC times, the 
inconsistent weekend league rewards you know promos you know market things all and they all start to add up to you and you know i go back to i've mentioned i've been doing bronze pack method and i can grind bronze packs for hours and hours and hours and yes i will probably build up a lot of fodder but it's so unlikely that i will get enough tradable players to get my way up to team of the season ronaldo because so many packs are untradeable and again like the sbc length it's never really said why the only the the most logical option is generally the one that's right the only logical option is again is that they wanted to take away an ability to grind the game on your terms and they wanted to make it a grind on their terms which is a pack based grind and a short term play the most matches grind which just doesn't suit everybody and creates burnout because people can't go at this pace all year long i don't think without doing some mental damage to themselves and i think that that needs to stop yeah 100 percent. i mean like you, you just mentioned the untradeable packs you know if they were to keep in this way with the, you know the, the short-term spcs why not have a, a reserve room for untradeables you know you're not going to be able to sell them so why can't you just put untradeable spcs in a holding room you can only sort of access one at a time like you can kind of like you know you have to put the the tradable ones on the transfer let's say why, why can't they let us do that so if you go for the untradable back so it rewards you can then hold you know your your higher ended players um so even things like that but you know, in in football nowadays, and and in sort of you know the whole the whole the world as a whole, you've got mental health awareness days. You've got everything centers around mental health and well being. So um, EA do have you know I think we've said it on the podcast before. Um, I can't remember who was on. Maybe it was John, but there is a a, men, a responsibility to ensure you know decent standards of mental health, and you know they're not putting unnecessary stress and pressure. Like weekend league is always going to be a stress because you're wanting to get those. 14 wins, 11 wins, whatever level you're at. I, I get that, and that's, that's the nature of competition. But it shouldn't be just because, you know, you want those red picks or whatnot. It should be, you know, you want to do well because it's a, it's a weekend league. It's, it's almost like a cup competition, isn't it, that you yeah. want to do well in. So, like, that's, that's self-induced stress almost. But people thrive under that, you know. I play football um, myself, like, actual football. <laughs> and we do that because you love the competition you get a bit of you do get a bit of adrenaline from it you know i, I like i like winning i don't like losing um ultimate team i lose a lot more than i win usually but you know that's my choice so i shouldn't i, I don't play football on a saturday to, to go oh you know i want to play football so i can wear the top it's like i want to play football because i enjoy the game um and it makes me feel good about myself yeah and again credit where it's due to ea because they did introduce this whole playtime feature towards the start of the game so you can yourself limits in packs and game time and things like that but that to me is never going to take away the fomo now if there was a metric of what say you know we talked about tiers in weekend league again make a tier of set of rewards for people that can only play 15 games and perhaps in rivals the same as well and i think grandpapa mac brought in the idea of why don't you Instead of having total number of points, but only have average amount of points. And just things that, again, don't force you to just go and, and have to play a bulk volume of games. Or in the case of trading, have to make so many trades to get to the people you want. I don't see any reason at all why you can't exchange, same as an Icon SBC, 
why don't they have a team of the season Mbappe SBC that you have to put in? I don't care. Make it 15 squads. Give, just give people something, the ability to grind towards rather than forever longingly looking at a lot of these players um, and putting that strain on themselves to get you know, those players because they feel that they need those players to get the results. I don't even mind if it's a situation where actually Division 1 is just full of utter, utter God squads which are held by God-tier players. I don't mind that because then at least I know that all of those calibre players are in the same place. But you, you will play games, I'm sure, where you'll be like, that guy has literally only beaten me because he's got a better team. So why isn't he just in a different division, if that makes sense? Yeah, hundred percent. Even at the weekend league, um, I lost a couple of games at the start on on Saturday where, like, I felt like I was a better player, but my players just couldn't do the same sort of things. You know, I had uh, a couple of players that were maybe slightly behind the power curve, whereas you're coming up against a lot of sort of primer nines and team of the year Mbappes that could suddenly just burst through, and it was like a long ball burst through, and you've got no chance of catching them. You know, through balls are so OP at the moment. And it wasn't because they were a good player. Like, fair enough, they knew the mechanics well. But, you know, I tried a long ball through like that and my strikers couldn't quite match the pace that, you know, <laughs> and Mbappe, that even though they may on paper have the same sort of pace stats, these certain players are so juiced that, you know, there's a little bit of special magic to certain players, isn't there? So you're 100% right. If, if You'd want to be beaten by a better player. And you get games where you can get the ball off players and everything they do is amazing. You know, you get frustrated at the skill move councils, but yeah. people can, can do it. Fair play to them because... Yeah, it's, and, and it's that's kind of what Aaron and the guys were talking about on Monday show, wasn't it? I passed. I was in Glasgow for no, the oh, of course. Well, Yeah, basically the conversation was, you know, do you, do you, you know, players that just abuse skill mechanics or players that, you know, play stylish football. And I think that was Aaron making the point of, you know... Uh, he tried to learn skill councils and it was so hard. So in his idea, it was like, well, you know what? If you put the time in to get that skill mastered, fair play to you. It should have an advantage. Yeah, 100%. And, you know, there's lots of different factors. I mean, I've raised the points a couple of times that, you know, I get abuse, say, if I, if I go 5-3-2, which I know people say it's a ratty meta, but, you know, in my eyes, there's no difference playing 5-3-2 than there is playing the 4-3-1-2, four, which everybody seems to be playing just now. Like, you know, one one looks more defensive on paper, but you certainly doesn't feel it in game. Four three one two is exactly the same thing. But you then kind of are you playing people that are better or people that are just abusing the meta and you know, people play how they want to play. If they're good at it, then you know, fair play to them because there's a lot of people out there better than you know, yourself and I. Um but you shouldn't you shouldn't really be getting beat just because somebody has got mega back pack look that seems to be better, you know. Like I know, I know the ultimate top tier FIFA players will be able to beat most of the commoners like us. But you know, people in you know low end Division One, people in Division Two, Three, you know, they they can beat anybody on their day because they've got a better player. Yeah. You know? Um. And I know a lot of people in rivals are in divisions because they don't really play it unless you have to for objectives. Um. I certainly I never play rivals unless you know there's a an icon swap token on it or you have to score twenty goals in rivals for something. Um. So, but on, you know, if I if I had a team of the year in Bappy, I'd like to think that you know he'd be able to score a lot more goals and beat more players because you've got those type of players. Um, you have to know the game at any level to get wins. Obviously, you need to know the game, um, and the people that know the game better will have the better results or 
people that even you know go to our wonderful friend john for his fantastic coaching as yeah. well you know they'll get even more of an advantage and so they should because they are putting time they're putting money they're putting effort into learning the game yeah and look it's a competitive esport it's it's a sport it's competition and we love that and the idea, whole idea of competition is you get better um and i've often compared it to golf and you know again if you, same with golf you know go to, if you want to get your mechanics and stuff better go to a coach so go to footcoaching.com you know book a session with john and aaron and they will teach you how to be better players and get more out of even limited players and the better your fundamentals the less your team is going to matter the difference i i think when it comes to golf and it comes to fifa is that both of them are very individual sports albeit you know events like the Ryder cup or whatever but they're all very individual sports. The difference with golf is that, say you're struggling in golf, you can go to your mate and say, oh, can I borrow your putter for the weekend and let me try it out? You can't do that in FIFA. And one of the big disappointments for me this year has been how badly and no attention has been paid to co-op. Co-op was a big thing they touted over the summer. And I've played lots of co-op this year. And in fact, co-op's probably the only reason I'm in Div 1. But it has been left to rot. And the fact that you can't do things like icon swap tokens, you can't obviously can't do weekend league, although I kind of understand that. But the, the biggest, one of the bigger annoyances, say you're trying to play co-op in Rivals and your friend has played weekend league and used up their 30-game limit. If you then play with them, it doesn't matter that you've still got games left. You don't get any points. Now, Why? why and because all that's done is discourage people playing co-op and myself and my friend steve play co-op a lot we will actually only play a fellow doubles player you know probably 50 percent of the time now because so few people are actually playing two or want to play two on two because there's barely any point to do it you can't grind objective players as, as a co-op either there's no they talked about oh you know you'll be able to get rewards and stuff i I can't, I can't think of a single thing beyond the original milestones that has incentivized you to play two-on-two. Two. And I just think that this semi-enforced loneliness that this game mode creates is one of the big problems and what is causing this fear of missing out and this burnout. Because they, you can't... The only person that will prop you up is the god of pack luck or <laughs> rich uncle Pennybags taking you and allowing you to spend FIFA points because you can't just go in like me and you. Say, say if I took a couple of weeks off and you were like, oh, I'm not going to play weekend league this weekend. And I was like, oh, can I borrow that 95 Ronaldo from you for a few days? You know, in other games like World of Warcraft, you could, you know, trade gear and loot and stuff freely. This game doesn't allow you to do that. And some people will say, oh, it's to stop scamming and cheating. Nonsense. I'm not having any of that. To me, it's to enforce this kind of it's me against the world mentality. And I think that is just dangerous on the mental health front. Yeah, I, I can see the way they're not letting you do that because they are wanting you to get your own team. And, you know, it, it'll probably mean that people have to put, you know, time, effort, money into getting them, like you say. But I can kind of see from EA's point of view that they're trying to limit, you know, you're, you're getting, like, because, you know, someone could just swap around every weekend. And they could probably make money off it because you've seen it in the past, haven't you? You, can, you see, even see it online now that people are selling their accounts, they're selling coins. Yeah. You know, they probably want to stop people saying, well, I've managed to pack a Primar 9, so give me 25 quid or 50 quid this weekend and you can have them for your weekend league. Like, I think yeah, that, but Nintendo, I, Nintendo don't stop people trading Pokemon. 
No, and I said I'm... Blizzard don't stop people trade trading gear, and I'm sure account selling and stuff that's against their terms and conditions as well goes on. Why is it, it that the EA's only answer is okay? Well, we're going to stop it altogether. I, I pass. I mean, I think it'd be a great idea. You know, you've got say say me and you were to to kind of almost you could almost share an account. You know, we both have your own accounts, but I can play weekend league say two or three weekends and you get one a month you don't want to be messing out because you can only do one a month so why can't i you know if, if it ties in that i'm not playing why can't i give you my team of the year uh, team of the week ronaldo obviously before you got your one or you know um whatever sort of decent player that i've got there should be nothing to stop me um yeah. and it's a bit you know even that's your co-op's a bit like the silver stars as well that we've talked about too you know you, you spend a lot of well less time now that people start doing golden goal but each week you go and you play your say you play five games to get the goals and the assists um we're all waiting for this maybe silver stars tournament say you know or a weekend league where you get extra packs if you use your silver team or something but it doesn't seem to be any reward for grinding these players because the only time you use them is to get unlock the next player yeah <laughs> which is daft like if they said that at the start of the year you know you're actually just doing it to play three games a week with these players maybe people won't actually put the time and the effort into it because you're only using it and half the time they're not even sort of usable players anymore because they're either you're getting 14 left wingers from <laughs> <in> various <laughs> leagues. Do you know what I mean? So it is like, yeah. I mean, we, to be fair, we could probably sit here all night and talk about what we 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 dislike. And yeah. It's probably because it's such a big company that you know we're obviously quite passionate. You know, you you host and you know we're sort of guessing on the pod. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's something that we do enjoy talking about. Um, and like you said, you know, quite keen to say that it's not. When we, although it probably sounds like we're bashing, we're not bashing. We're, we're still playing the game, and you know the weekend league just gone. I was annoyed at myself at certain points, but actually I enjoyed the fact I was able to just to sit and, mm-hmm. and play. I hadn't played for a few weeks, and it's quite nice to play. And you know I, I do quite enjoy doing some of the objectives. Um, so yeah, it's it's not all bad. You know, there's certain things that I wish that EA would do better, and there's probably certain things that I think a lot of people would you know could wish that EA would do better and. Whether you know they involve more casuals or they involve more people actually playing it in terms of what do you want for next year? Because you always see see the polls and stuff, but you know focus groups and and what the average user wants as well. I think would yeah. be massive um, because you're not you're never going to get a game that's going to to everybody. Because um, what I think is a good idea, you know, we've just said about the unlocking the SBCs, like say a, say a, a, a token to unlock SBCs. I think that's a great idea, but you know Joe blogs down the road might say, no, that's terrible. Um, I don't want them, you know, it's it's not my fault that other people aren't on or, you know, and that player was relevant at that point. We shouldn't be sort of rehashing those players. So, uh, you know, you're not going to suit everybody. But I, just, I think a bit more, you know, care and consideration about what the community want and need may be over the bottom line because they're going to get money either way. You, you know, people are going to get FIFA points realistically, aren't they? You know, we've, we've, we've both done it at some point. You know, some people put more in than others, which is, you know, it's their own decision. Um, so I don't think you're really going to stamp that out unless there's some sort of, you know, they take it out of the game completely. I think the key buzzword for me to sort of slowly wind this down is choice. And I just think there needs to be more choice of how you play foot you could still get to the same destination. There should be four or five paths to get you to your ultimate team. Then they should be clearly visible and fair. And as I say, I'm not just saying, oh, well, if you go away for a month, you know, you come back and get a free icon. I'm not saying that at all. I'm saying give that person the option 
to either buy it, even if they have to buy it with FIFA points. I'm not against that. Because I'm sure that, you know, some people say, well, I've got the disposable income. I've been away for four weeks. I want to come back and buy myself mid R9 to get myself back into the game. Just give those kind of options to people and give people different tiers and reward those that grind hard just as well as you reward those people that are loyal to you but just cannot afford that time investment. So if you go, before to wrap it up then, if you have, if there are listeners out there that are sitting there thinking, I am burnt out, uh, I'm worried about what the, the FOMO is doing to their mental health. What kind of things would you sort of advise them to do? To be honest, at the end of the day, it's a game. Unless uh, unless you're making a living out of being a pro, um, you know, take take a bit of time off. You know, you're not realistically grinding two weeks isn't possibly going to get you that player that's going to get you another five ten wins a weekend league. You know, you're not you're missing out on you know at the end of the day an electronic sort of video game player. Um, if if you think mental health is struggling from it, that's that's the biggest thing. You know, you've got to get yourself in the right place. Um, so I would say take a take a bit of time off and actually just you know don't check the web app or don't check your, your the companion app on your phone. Um, or I would you know I would just say so just chill. You know, I went into this weekend league, I changed my team up a little bit, and I thought I'm going to play it at 14. Well, I think originally I was going to play to 11 wins. You know, I didn't have an awful lot of time, so. Just gonna play play for a bit. If I lose, I lose. I'm not gonna, you know, I'm not gonna get annoyed by it. I'm just gonna have a bit of fun. If I don't enjoy it, then I'll stop. And I think that's quite a, a, a big attitude to have. You know, don't get too hit up on, you know, I need to, I need to win this because at the end of the day, your life's not gonna change if you don't win that last game or, or whatnot. You're just gonna, you know, you maybe just won't get that red pick, which it, at the end of the day isn't the biggest thing in the world. Yeah, and just try and get out of your own way. And it's something that I need to do myself more because I sit and I think, oh, I really need to stay in Division 1. You know, I don't want people to think, oh, God, Dan's really slumping. He told me he was in Div 1 two months ago. Now he's in Div 4. Actually, nobody sits there. Uh, I have to speak, speak, you know, I don't want to put words in your mouth, Faith, but if I suddenly sat there and said to you, oh, actually, mate, I've gone down four divisions, you're not going to think anything of it, are you? Absolutely not. I believe, well, fair enough, you know. Everyone goes on slumps, you know. Like I say, like, I, I really enjoy FIFA. I, I do really enjoy it. But at the end of the day, like, I'm not playing FIFA to impress anybody. I'm not, you know, I play FIFA because I've played it since FIFA 98 Road to the World Cup. You know, <laughs> I, I play it because I, I quite like spending my time doing that. It, I find it quite stressing, but de-stressing at the same time. It's a bit of an escape from reality. So, the only person I'm playing for is for me. So play to make yourself happy. Don't you play just because you've got, you know, I've got to be Division 1. I've got to be, um, you know, I've got to play to elite level. I've got to play to gold one. Or, you know, I've got to hammer rivals to get those Division 1, rank 1 ultimate packs, you know. Just do it to, to enjoy yourself. And, you know, the, they say with the betting, don't they, when uh, when the fun stops, stop. You know, you could kind of apply that here as well. If you're not yeah, enjoying very that, much so. you know, take a breather, take a step back and just relax. Yeah, 100%. Um, and I think a very good points. And I just think personally, I think there needs to be a bit more of that understanding from the develop game developer side, just to, I'm not saying even meet in the middle. I think, you know, just come a little bit closer to sort of say and give a helping hand to those people that do love the game, do want the best teams, but can't keep up the relentless grind and not, sort of allow them to step off the treadmill without the FOMO. Um, 
because it, you know we it's one thing us sitting here saying you know take a breather but uh, you know for as long as the game exists in its current iteration i think it will gnaw away a lot of people um so i do think there just needs something to be done a little bit more give from the ea side but Again, I'm not saying they're the evil empire, and I think again they're a business, and also they they do give a lot of content and have, have been trying with things like preview packs and game time monitoring and stuff. So there is a little bit of science to say that maybe they are sort of recognizing some of the issues we're talking about. But I, I can only, yeah, I, I can only echo what you said. I think especially in June, especially now we're in June. Do you know what? If you now walk away from the game for four weeks, you're going to come back and face exactly the same teams. I know that there's this promo going on. There might be another promo to come. But at this stage of the season, your what is, whatever it is, your, your Koundé centre-back is going to be just as good as whoever comes out now. Your strikers that you've got in team of the season are still going to hold up well. So you can walk away and just play a bit more casually. 100%. The, the other thing would be that if you are sort of feeling like that, we uh, we do have the shameless plug for a wonderful Discord, but you know we've got people in our Discord that have put the game down, but they're still involved in the Discord because it's you know it's really good chat. People pretty much chat every morning. You know, there's always a good morning message goes in from most folk, and it's just it's on through the day. It's it's FIFA, it's football. We've got a Euros channel. We've got SBC discussions and player discussions. We've got you know just general chat chat. We've had people you know who are going on holiday putting pictures from their holidays in it. So. It's just a really decent place to be. Um, And, you know, I said before, but during lockdown, especially at the start when, you know, I was, I'm working from home. I've been lucky to work through, through sort of the whole COVID outbreak, but I was kind of going, uh, going days where I'd only ever speak to, you know, a couple of colleagues and then, and and my wife, but you didn't really have that, you know, you miss that sort of full people interaction. So it's a really healthy, good place to be, you know, good sort of, um, variety of people variety of interests you know i was putting in even with the english people i was putting in with my me being at hamden yesterday and it was all <laughs> all good crack there was no like you know there's there's nothing bad about it at all so if you want in a bit of a, a change of scenery if you want in a chat if you want in, you know anything fifa football related then it's definitely worth sort of looking into yeah and that kind of gets me goes back to the whole point i said about loneliness and feeling like it's you against the world because it's not you against the world um, you know, you can join our Discord, and trust me, the guys that get Silver One finishes, that clutch Silver One, or that have just got promoted to Division Four for the first time, you know, the, the the genuine happiness from everybody is no different than us celebrating someone clinching. Personally, anyway, you know, seeing someone clinch Elite Two, Elite Three, it's your own personal goals. You're not fighting against anybody else but yourself. Um, and just get find whatever level you're at and you know just set yourself those those little goals don't put yourself under pressure to be an elite three player or a go- even a gold three player if you're getting gold three you're doing really well out there and even if you're not and getting silver one you're doing really well if you're just playing weekend league full stop you're doing really well what, whatever and you know, said so find a discord and if it's not ours uh, you get our discord access through patreon.com forward slash foot and review. If you're a member of any of our tiers, you get Discord access. There are lots of other great podcasts and Discords out there. Just start speaking to people and, and you know, finding places that you can vent, obviously in a, not in a ranty way, but... Sometimes you know, in just, a ranty way. <laughs> sometimes in a ranty way, yeah, exactly. I think, yeah, we've all been on tilt at some point this year. 
Uh, and yeah, and just share, just share it around because you'll find that, you know, as we say, you're not alone and um, it's not worth losing sleep over. It's not worth, you know, putting ahead of other bigger things going on in your life. So anything to add before we ride off into the sunset, Nath? No, it's been a, it's been quite a long one tonight. Yeah, but I, think... I, I, I thought we were going to do a quick 45 minutes and be out of here, but uh, I think Absolutely. we're going to be nearly 90. We've got twenty. Well, yeah, we've got twenty minutes left. It's currently Portugal two, France two, and I think Hungary are beating Germany two one just now as well. So it's uh, it's going to be quite an exciting end to the to the real life football as well. Yeah. Right. Well, on that note, let's get away so we can watch the the finalists game before we go. Where can people find you on social media? Uh, I'm on Twitter at NJ Downs, and I'm in our uh, Discord as Nathan Downs. Yep, and of course you can head over to uh, footcoaching.com if you do want to book a session. With John and Aaron, still a great time to do so. So they, they focus firstly on your mechanics. So if you're thinking, well, there's only a couple of weeks left of FIFA 21, they will teach you the skills that transfer over. So very much encourage it if you are set there thinking of ways to improve your game. Of course, if you want Discord access and a host of other benefits, including discount from coaching, you can head over to uh, our Patreon at patreon.com forward slash foot in review. Tiers start as low as three euro. And I, you can find me on Twitter at Wimby. Again, we understand that not everyone can afford to do coaching or to jo- even join the Discord. But look, feel free to slide into my DMs um, or message me. Uh, or I'm sure Nathan's exactly the same. If, if you know, you've been listening to this show and something struck a chord or you've got questions, more than happy to answer. Um, and I do have a four-month-old baby, so I usually am on all hours of the day. So <laughs> very much encourage you to uh, get in touch. But... That uh, that wraps up the show for today. I said we will be back on Friday. I believe it's John hosting. I'm not sure who's got. Maybe the King of the North. Ingvi will be with him. But uh, I'm sure we'll find out in a couple of days' time. Nath, again, thanks so much for taking the time to join us. Oh, thank you for having me. That's been, that's been really good. It's been nice to you know, have discussions, get things off our chests. And, you know, hopefully we can, we can crack on. We get, you know, I know you didn't do Weekend League, but I'm hoping my, <laughs> my two picks tomorrow will be that Neymar and Mbappe. But <laughs> it might not be. But yeah, well, no, fing- fun. Fingers crossed for you, buddy. And um, yeah, I'll uh, I'll see you guys in the silver lounge. In the me- in the meantime, what have we got left to do? Drop it. Drop it. Drop it. You. 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 You.